Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, October 7th. Join or die. Today's scripture reading is found in Philippians chapter 1, verses 27 through 30 from the Message Translation, which reads, Meanwhile, live in such a way that you are a credit to the message of Christ. Let nothing in your conduct hang on whether I come or not. Your conduct must be the same whether I show up to see things for myself or hear of it from a distance. Stand united, singular in vision, contending for people's trust in the message, the good news, not flinching or dodging in the slightest before the opposition. Your courage and unity will show them what they're up against. Defeat for them, victory for you, and both because of God. There's far more to this life than trusting in Christ. There's also suffering for Him. And the suffering is as much a gift as the trusting. You're involved in the same kind of struggle you saw me go through, on which you are now getting an updated report in this letter. This is God's Word. It's the earliest known pictorial representation of a colonial union, the snake cut into eight parts rather than the ultimate thirteen, some parts referring to multiple colonies. The dissected eight-part snake laid over the slogan, Join or Die, was first published in 1754 in an initial effort to persuade the American colonies to join together, or come together, as uh, the Beatles would say. Right now, sorry, getting carried away. Because you see, these were colonies that tended to be far too narrowly provincial in outlook, mutually jealous and suspicious. Those are Benjamin Franklin's words, even as the join or die woodcut political cartoon was said to be his handiwork. Franklin's desire was to see these narrowly provincial, mutually jealous and suspicious colonies unite under one combined colonial authority in the face of the erupting French and Indian War, lest the French gobble them up one at a time. His plan was rejected, but the cartoon lived on, finding fresh popularity two decades later, during what would become the American Revolution. Narrowly provincial, mutually jealous, suspicious. Sounds like our basic human condition. Sounds like the basic scenario played out in too much of church life then and now. These final lines on the first page of Paul's Philippian letter form a crucial pivot from Paul's business to their situation and the business they needed to do with one another. Narrowly provincial, mutually jealous, suspicious. Those descriptors also seem to suit the Philippian condition far too aptly. And in the midst of that narrowness, that provincial tribalism, those mutual jealousies, those nagging suspicions, Paul raised not a banner with a disjointed, dissected snake, but instead with an appeal to renewed unity, as together they took up the chorus of what we're calling their centering song, which we'll revisit again in tomorrow's devotions, and we'll spend a whole week on next week. 
Even as we will in each of the remaining weeks of this journey through Philippians, we're going to keep revisiting the song. But for now, for today, perhaps focus on that vivisected snake and the narrowness and provincial tribalism and mutual jealousies and nagging suspicions that plague us in our time, our society, our culture, our church, as we remind ourselves that we too must choose, as did the colonists and the Philippians, to join or die. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, where do you see us currently fractured like that join-or-die snake? What toxic narrowness, provincial tribalism, mutual jealousies, and nagging suspicions do you see playing out in and around you? Your home, your neighborhood, your church, your city, your nation. How can we be part of the cure instead of just another carrier of the disease? Lord, speak to us through the pages of this ancient letter. Give us ears to hear this ode to joy and this impassioned plea for standing strong together as we put to death toxic narrowness and tribalism and jealousies and suspicions and take on the very mind of Christ. Teach us to sing this Philippian song. Teach us its rhythms. Teach us to do more than just sing it. Empower us to embody it right here in our own home and city and neighborhood and fellowship. To your mercies. <laughs>